0: Right. Certainly. And besides, and I know we um, talked about this a little bit earlier, but um, besides, you know, focusing on staying healthy for a full season, just what did you really work on the most um, this past season and during the course of this season as well? Was it something defensively? Was it something offensively? Was it something mentally? Just um, overall, what was kind of the big thing that you circled and say, hey, I want to get better at this thing?
1: Um it was definitely this past off season was very much a swing overhaul. Mm-hmm. Um like I I dealt with injuries. I had a core pretty much reconstruction surgery before that last year in 2022 and I just wasn't moving um the right way that whole season. So it was a grind at the plate to um try to get back to the player that I knew I could be. Um And there was talks of me going to play in the fall league or uh, internationally in the the off season. But I knew that like my struggles this past year wasn't because of the amount of time I played and it partially was due to injuries. And I had the potential of going into last off season for the first time, not having a surgery. And so I knew, okay, like I need to do a swing overall overhaul here and uh, get myself on the right track again. So I actually. In November, flew out and hit with Trey Hannum. He was a, a former Mets hitting coach, mm. kind of one of the guys that in college never spoke to him or anything like that, but saw his uh, his work on Instagram. So I started making some changes to my swing um, right before my junior year. And it worked. So I went out and saw him, got a few nuggets from him. And then uh, I was also down at Tread Athletics down in Charlotte and Tyler Zombro Uh, linked me up with the Reds big league hitting coach uh, Joel McKeithen and Mm. he was the one that kind of really changed my swing got me moving right and kind of like gave me a a new perspective on on hitting it was almost like not swing down but it was it really flattened me out to where I was super extreme behind kind of catching balls too deep and stuff like that so at first I was like you're crazy man like this isn't gonna work but then yeah, it, I stuck to it and it definitely paid off.
0: Now, was that something that you totally did on your own or was that something that um, agents and people with the raise had suggested on, you, you said, Hey, maybe I want to adjust my swing and, and you got these sorts of recommendations. Just how does that work out um, with you?
1: Um, I, it's kind of a mix of everything, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the raise tell me uh, like, if you look at the stat book in 2022, I had a bad year. But then you look at the advanced analytics, I had a decent to pretty good year. Um and they even said it was better than the year that I had in Charleston when I hit 333. So it's like um that that takes it in. But then I also knew I'm not playing the calibre of baseball at the plate that I have in the past. And so it was pretty much myself and Zombro. Zombro's like, Hey, I know this guy, like you're not swinging the way that you used to like, let's go and see him talk to him and get you in with him. And um, Zombro's pretty much been my like guardian angel (laughs) for for baseball. Right. He's always making my workout plans. He always has uh, my best interest in mind. So he's, he's always steered me in the right direction. That's awesome.
0: And he's no, he's no longer playing, right? Or,
1: so he's actually ended up signing with the Rangers, but he okay. just had i I don't know the procedure, uh, like an ulnar nerve, uh, like relocation. Like they just like move it over. So okay. he's actually in Charlotte now, I believe. So hopefully I'll be able to see him. We're going over to play in Charlotte this week. So Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: awesome. Now with the swing overhaul, how long does it take or how long did it take for you to feel comfortable with that change? Was it something where, you know, within a couple of weeks you were good to go or it was just months and months of, um, you know, it's going to feel weird. And then eventually there's going to be a moment where it kind of all clicks together.
1: Right. I mean, I think the thing with, with hitting, when you're making these changes, you'll do it and you'll execute it. And you're like, Oh man, this is amazing. Like whatever that, that double was exactly what I was like. I spun it right. I did everything right on that. And then you'll have, the next three or four at bats and you're doing your old swing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it wasn't until like the end of big league spring training, when I started to feel that, that swing coming uh, into fruition. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I was able to uh, really execute it to start the year. And um, yeah, I mean, I think it truly takes a long time for these, these patterns to, to recreate patterns, right? Because yeah, I'm, I was doing a bad swing for a whole season plus an off season. So it's going to take at least that much time to kind of create a new pattern. So it's definitely like a long process when you're doing those things, but right. And,
0: uh, not to go, you know, too deep into the weeds here with the swing overhaul, but just overall, what does that shore up? Does that limit the holes? Does it, um, you know, just kind of what makes it, um, good for you and and what you're trying to do
1: right so the previous years i really didn't pull the ball in the air that well Mm -hmm. i was always deep contact point um almost like a finesse hitter um, that if i barreled up a ball sure it would go Mm -hmm. um and so like i would pretty much be hoping that they would throw me off speed because i'm so late on the fastball and even that off-speed pitch it's late and it's pushing the ball to left field um and so like my goal was like hey i want to be on the heater i want to do damage pull side and um that was the biggest thing that we saw at the beginning of the year and even now like i'm pulling the ball with authority um for the first time probably in my pro career Mm. yeah Yeah. that's
0: great and do you have um is there any I, i guess as you were going through this change are there any other players out there that have a similar swing to you? I didn't know if there's like a, a couple players that, um, you know, the trainers were sort of modeling after player X, player Y, players, Z, whatever it may be.
1: Honestly, not really. Um, okay. yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm sure like if we really dove in, we'd yeah. be able to find some, some similarities, but, um, it was never really like that. It's, it was pretty much just swing your own swing, just execute. Um, and you know you'll be all good. Awesome, awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, and for people that may not know about, know much about, you know your your skill set and your gameplay, what would you kind of describe as your calling card, your strength? Um, what is your your biggest strong point of being a, a pro- professional baseball player? You'd say?
1: Okay, uh, that's a tough question. <laughs> um, or
0: maybe it's just, hey, I'm I try to be as well rounded as I can in all facets. I don't know. Right,
1: right. Uh you know, part of it used to be I ran well as a catcher. I used mm-hmm. to run like a six five sixty, but I don't think I'm there anymore with all the the injuries. I mean, that's part of my goal this off season is to get back in some, into a little bit better shape. It was more so this past offseason with more injury prevention, but I want to get back to being a little bit more athletic. Um yeah. But I that's something that I pride myself on is being athletic, being able to move around, play different positions. Um and even with like short opportunities of drill work, just being able to go out there and pretty much blend in, you wouldn't know that, you know, I'm not getting the output reps that, mm-hmm. that everyone else is just go out there, and be a chameleon and, and blend in. So that's part of it. And hopefully people would say, like, I call a good game behind the plate, you know, command the field, uh, have a decent arm. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Nice. I mean, all, yeah. all skill sets that are uh, desirable for sure. So, right. um, you're, basically literally one step away from, um, the majors, um, you know, uh, 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 an injury here, injury there, good play here, um, expanded rosters in September. That could create a lane as well. Have you ever given any thought to, um, who you'd, like to most want to face in your major league debut um you know the yankees the red sox the the nationals the phillies or is it just like hey i'd just be so excited to to get that mlb debut i don't care who it is if it's the athletics um that's fine too before we continue we have to tell you about sleeper the mlb playoffs are around the corner which means the clock is ticking on your chance to 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball baseball has never been more exciting than it is now with studs like acuna Betts, otani and more pick more or less on stats for these stars like home runs hits strikeouts and more for up to a 100 times payout on sleeper get your picks right and you could win big big use promo code locked l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n and you'll get up to a 100 match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details again sleeper it's the place to be for daily fantasy baseball
1: Right. I mean, I've never really thought about it, but I think the Nationals would be great just because that was my hometown team. Mm-hmm. Um, all my family's up there. Um, I think, remember, Alika Williams had a great opportunity. He flies out and plays his first games in San Diego. So yeah, um, those opportunities are pretty unique. Um, but truly, I don't think it really matters who you're playing against, right? I mean, right. if you're getting your opportunity in the big leagues, you can write that down as like, I made it, you know, so that's what we're all working towards. And then it becomes, once you've made it now, it's like, Hey, how do I stay up here? Mm -hmm. You know, how do I get to that next level of being an everyday big leaguer an all star and MVP, all that. So
0: for sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, along the way um, through the uh, raised minor league system um, and mentioned Mo a little bit, but I'm sure there's been some other, influential figures, uh, in your development as well, but has there been anything that's been said to you or explained to you that really made it click of like, man, that is a really good tip or that's a really good piece of advice as I move along and traverse this thing called professional baseball.
1: Right. I mean, I think when I got over here, um, what truly changed my career behind the plate was they introduced the, knee-down catching all the time. Mm -hmm. And at the time when I came over to the Rays, the Padres were pretty much saying that I was going to be like an outfielder. So I put on a bunch of weight, put on a bunch of muscle. Um, I think I came over at like 240 pounds and I just could not move. And so like the Rays said, okay, we're going to put you on a knee. Um, It's kind of like a new style of catching that we're seeing and we're going to run with it. And that truly changed my course from behind the plate and allowed my... Uh, we'll call it athleticism, hand-eye, um, to really hone in on receiving and um, and even cleaned up. Like, I always had a hard time. Like, I've always had a good arm, but I could never really sync it all up. But for some reason, when I'm on a knee, I can sync up my throws and stuff like that. So it truly changed my career. Um, yeah. Wow.
0: And and how much, kind of with the the swing change thing, how much of an adjustment, did it take for you to get comfortable with the the knee down exclusively approach did it feel um, awkward at first and then
1: so i think the hardest part was when i got with the padres they introduced like the glove all the way down to the ground to work beneath mm-hmm. the ball which like in college it was work beneath the ball we're just going with a low target but it was so hard for me to do like the glove sweep down work underneath the, the baseball when I was in like a normal secondary stance or like a traditional catching stance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I got to the, the raise, the knee down almost just simplified all that. Like your body's already in good position. Your chest is over, like your body's super relaxed. Um, yeah. And so I honestly caught on to that pretty quick. And the great thing I think about the, the knee down setups is everyone can do it differently. Like there's no, um, cookie cutter way of doing it. It allows you to be, um, unique in your own way. I mean, Blake Hunt and I both catch extremely differently, but Mm -hmm. like, I'm more of like a, like a squattier, like muscle up build where he's like a little more lanky, long leg, still Mm -hmm. a big dude, but like we're going to catch completely different. So, Mm. yeah.
0: And with the knee down, does that have any, does that alleviate any pressure on the body? Is it more, Comfortable as well, as opposed to you know growing up, that you had the the traditional squat. But I didn't know if that also is kind of like easier on the the joints and, and the muscles and just uh, and and overall with that.
1: I would definitely say it's easier on the knees, just a little bit. But I mean, you still wake up every day, yeah. and your legs are barking. So, oh, I, bet. I mean, I'm sure there's some aspect to that. Maybe the hips are a little bit better, but you're still waking up feeling like you kind of got hit by a bus. So.
0: Oh, I yeah. bet. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and I, I'm surprised I haven't even uh, asked this at this point, but um, with the catching position, um, are there any players in history or maybe players at the big league level now that you kind of, maybe not necessarily model your game after, but really respect or revere? You you look and say, hey, I'd love to have a, a, the career. I'm really admired by what, this catcher did at the big league level
1: right I I think honestly like the guy that you would look at right now that does it all both hits and catches extremely well is JT Mm Romuto. I mean he's a super athlete I mean I think you could stick him anywhere on the field and he'd also just blend in Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean he goes out and he hits commands the field behind the plate great receiver great thrower Um, and I think like if you look at him like pop times we're looking at uh like arm or like uh throwing velo he's like up towards the top mm-hmm. um so i mean he just really does it all so it's, if you're gonna watch one guy you gotta watch him
0: yeah and he yeah. plays in the the high pressure environment of philadelphia too so that's, that's right. another added that's factor right. that you have to yeah. deal with too um and then overall you know we mentioned or you mentioned that um you've kind of you have settled down roots in durham so you, at least you have that going for you. But overall, just what do you consider to be the toughest aspect of being a professional athlete? Um, you know, there's the, just the grind, the travel, the being away from family, dealing with failure, uh, maybe for the, the first time compared to high school or college, just right. overall, what's maybe for you been um, the toughest aspect or, or challenge with all that over the past couple of years?
1: Right. I mean, I, honestly, all those things that you listed yeah. off are just, they're all a factor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like staying healthy has always been the hardest thing for me. And then, um, you know, I think a lot of guys like dealing with failure is extremely hard, especially when you get a taste of the player that you can be, you know, mm-hmm. once you start struggling or, or you come back after having a great year and then you're just not playing the same, that's extremely hard. Um, you know, you never know when it's going to turn around. Uh, I mean, I've played that game before. I mean, 2022, like I said, was a tough year, and I was I was always saying, "Hey, it's going to turn around. It's going to turn around." Never really turns around. So yeah, it's it's a dark time when you're struggling, um, but just trust in the process and and trying to learn in those periods where you're not um, playing to your own standards and trying to um, use that time of hey, why am I struggling and trying to grow from that
0: yeah and i know that um the the idea is to hopefully be in this game for a long very long time but um have you given any thought about what you'd want to do or maybe what you're thinking about doing post baseball um as a career maybe it's something in the game maybe we've seen certainly a lot of uh, former catchers that become coaches and managers and front office types and all that um but just any thought of if i'm not playing baseball I will be, or or I'd like to be doing this.
1: Right. I mean, I've, I've definitely talked about that with people. And honestly, I love the, the environment of baseball. Like I trust me, I love playing baseball. It's Mm -hmm. great, but I love the locker room, the camaraderie of the team. And I think it's so hard for people when they're done playing the game is like, that's the part that they miss the most. And so I know I'm going to have a hard time Um, finding that anywhere else besides the baseball world. So I think, honestly, I would love to be um, like a catching coordinator or something like that uh, within an organization because you still have that camaraderie and um, still able to like use the knowledge that I have for the game and uh, really help players. So that would honestly be my ideal uh, operation, obviously maybe like a catching coach and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. professional baseball is just – Uh, a different beast that I really enjoy.
0: Right. Absolutely. And um, Logan, you're one of the the very few that are able to get a paycheck for doing something you love and and playing a sport. Um, And there's a lot of, Athletes growing up who have that that similar dream, maybe not even necessarily of playing professionally, but getting a, a college scholarship as well, paying for their education. Um, any you know advice or, or something along the way that that you learned that you thought, man, I'd, I'd really like to impart this this piece of wisdom to uh, the younger generation. Maybe it's somebody that's in middle school or high school that that really wants to play at the next level, and, and you having an understanding of what it takes to to get to that point and be successful at that point as well.
1: Right. I mean, the biggest thing I always tell people when they're, like, looking at playing college sport and and further even is you truly have to love the game mm-hmm. because the majority of the time you're getting your butt whooped and it's not fun. It's truly yep. not fun. But if you can love the intricacies of the game uh, and love, like, pretty much the chase of trying to be better, that's, like, the number one thing that's going to make you um, a better player and give you life throughout the game of hey like i had a terrible season last year below let me grind this off season and make it like 10 times better this next season right um so like that's the biggest thing and i think honestly opportunities don't come um like out of nowhere like you have mm-hmm. to create your own opportunities you have to work every day to To really be the player that you want to be to to get the chance to play in college, like it's not it's not a given, so I think honestly just set yourself up to to work as hard as you can every day get better every day. Um, Now that doesn't mean going out and hurting yourself because of how hard or whatever you're doing, but just working smart and. really getting into, let's say like a facility that knows what they're doing, that has cultivated college players before. Like that's the biggest thing is mm-hmm. get on the track of someone else that's done it and um, just follow in their footsteps as well. For sure.
0: Um, now, when you're not playing baseball or, or focusing on baseball, what are you doing besides, you know, moving into a new home? What What are you doing in your, your fun time, your spare time um, as far as hobbies or interests? Uh, maybe something you picked up recently or something that you always did that you really just like enjoying aside from the game
1: of baseball. Right. I mean, I've done a lot of fishing this year. I was fishing a lot with Alika Williams. He gets traded. And then we bring up Mm -hmm. Nate Soria, who's one of the best fishermen I know. And so we had a great time going out in Montgomery uh, to some of the rivers and dams out there, catching striper, gar, largemouth, smallmouth. It was a good time. So, that's honestly my off season plan is kind of exploring the Durham area, trying to find some, some fishing spots. And that will probably be what I'm getting into for the majority of the off season.
0: That's awesome. And yeah. And if, and when you get the call up to Tampa Bay, there's some, some pretty good fishing spots as well in the uh, St. Petersburg, greater Tampa Bay area as well. So was that something that you did kind of pretty much all your life? Like, what is it about fishing that, um that you enjoyed is it just the being outdoors and the relaxing uh nature of it as well?
1: Right. It's definitely like in season it's definitely like a reset, you know? Yeah. Like you said, like just when I'm not thinking about baseball, I almost need like something to make me not think about baseball, right? I think it's sometimes unhealthy to just be processing the game all the right. time. So fishing has really been my reset this year of um and like something excited to look forward to besides baseball, um, but that's something that I've been doing for pretty much my whole life is bass fishing and and getting into it. I haven't done much saltwater fishing, so maybe you know if I make the next step to Tampa Bay, that might be my next my next uh, new hobby.
0: Yeah, very cool. And then um, before we ended here, just uh, what is do you have one TV movie? recommendation? What's something that you you watched or experienced um, recently that uh, really stuck out to you in a good way?
1: All right, uh, I've honestly been grinding Apple TV right now. So okay. Silo, silo's is a good show on there right now. Um, currently watching Blackbird on there. That seems pretty interesting. Um, like Silo is more of like a sci-fi, almost like Hunger Gamesy kind of, mm-hmm. but it's not like killing like these people live in a silo. Um, They've been in like a silo bunker for hundreds of years. Now they're like starting to like uh, realize oh, like the government's kind of lying to us. So like that one was interesting. Got a few of the guys on that and then a few of the guys told me to watch Blackbird. So I'm I'm probably like two episodes into that one, but that one's pretty good too.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, Logan, we appreciate the time as always. Is there anything you want to promote, whether it's um, your social media or, a product or anything like that. Just want to give you kind of the the free reign to be able to do that. Or maybe it's just, Hey, uh, you know, stream some some Durham Bulls games on uh, the MLB TV app or something.
1: Right. Definitely. I would say tune into some uh, Durham Bulls games. We're in the playoff hunt right now. I think we're tied for first. Um, looking to win the second half and take the playoffs to Norfolk. Uh, and then on top of that, be Looking out, I'm going to be starting a catching program here in the soft season. So, um, And most of it will be remote, so there's opportunities for people everywhere.
0: Oh, very cool. Is there yeah. a, um, a website or an email or a link that, that people so, can hit you up on that?
1: Right. We're actually doing it through Colangelo Baseball. Mike Colangelo was a former big leaguer, um, and he's pretty much uh, – I've been working for him in previous years, and he's currently in the works of uh, kind of getting everything going. Um, so we'll be, we'll be getting that up, I think more so in October, November time.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you uh, in that and in your uh, professional baseball career as well. Um, I'm looking forward to to seeing you in the trop, you know, playing right, some, right. some home games in the uh, 72 degree uh, covered uh, facility there. So,
1: right. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah.